I depend on myself and I take care of myself and I took care of my girls and I've taught my girls to take care of themselves and they know that. <laughs> Not just to rely on someone else. I've always, I had relied on someone else for my happiness until my divorce. I am bipolar. I have a brother who's bipolar. I have a great uncle who's bipolar. It does run in the family. My mother also had issues. There was a point where I was working and taking care of my children and it got to be too much. I needed more help than I had. And I had a nervous breakdown. So I was in the hospital, so my mother-in-law was watching the girls. And my mother-in-law and my ex-husband took advantage of that. My mother-in-law took the girls across uh, state lines and kept them in a hotel for two weeks. So I called the police. And the police were not willing to help because here's this crazy woman in a hospital and so the father has the kids. What's wrong with that? The police in Michigan uh, said that it was a custody issue and they don't get involved. My kids spent nine years away from me. I tried to go back to work, but I was so preoccupied with my loss. It was as if my children died. I just wanted to die. I just wanted to die. And I, I couldn't focus on work. All I could focus on was my loss and my children. I, I just couldn't work at the time. My boss was great. They put in for my, um, all my vacation pay, you know, my sick leave time, all of that they put in for. They were very nice, they were very understanding, told me I could have my job back when I was ready. I just never got ready. I just, I never actually truly recovered from losing my kids. It was difficult. I did not want to stay with family um, because they weren't understanding what I was going through. I was living in Laporte at the time, and the township was absolutely fantastic. They paid for my rent for three months. And before that, I, I still had money coming in for my job from my PTO time, and I scrimped and I saved, and I was able to stay in my apartment for about five months. But then I just couldn't anymore. So I didn't have my kids. I didn't have my job. I didn't have my possessions, and I was in a car and not wanting to ask for any help whatsoever. But finally, I had to stay at my parents' house, and my parents were trying to take the discipline type of road with me because I was acting out. They didn't understand mental illness at the time. So I slept on the couch, and I had a laundry basket were just my possessions. That was it. And I did that for an entire year which is very difficult, because I was in a household that didn't understand what was going on with me. And then housing opportunities saved my life. <laughs> they were fantastic, but I was on a waiting list for about a year. But they were wonderful. They, they talked to me. They were compassionate. They were helpful. It's sad that I had to wait a year, but they, they actually checked on me also to see, you know, how my situation was going and everything. I mean, I can't imagine what would have happened. I don't know where I would be and what I would be doing if I would have to be on my parents' couch. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know that I would get well as fast or as, as well as I could get. I'm as well as I can be. I've been down, believe me. I've been suicidal. 
I've lost my kids. I've lost my possessions. But you know what? I still have my kids. I love them. They're a part of my life. And I'm okay.